installment two of the Clavio Design Podcast. We had a very successful showing on the first podcast. How many people listened to it? 200,000? 200,000? At least. Yeah. At least 10,000. Very sultry. <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So for this uh, installment of the Design Podcast, we are going to talk about the climate of designers. What is it like to work in-house versus working in an agency or even doing some independent contracting? Very crazy. So before we get started, just a level set. Who has worked? uh, Obviously, everyone here now works in-house, but we've got product designers, we've got marketing designers. Who has worked uh, in agencies or as independent contractors? I've only ever worked as in-house before. I've never done the agency. Also, that was Marissa, for those who are following along. Uh, I've really only done an internship at an agency, although I've done some contract work for my, just in general, and for an agency as well. That was Sam. Hey, this is Julie. Um, I've worked for a mobile app agency um, as a UI UX designer, and then I've also worked in-house for a corporate agency, in-house agency um, for a real estate company on the marketing side. Hey, this is Allie. Um, I was a UX designer, both in-house companies uh, where I've worked. And then when I was in architecture, that is set up like an agency system. So I do have design experience that's agency focused. Cool. So I've uh, not been a designer in either of these places, but I've worked both at agencies and uh, at companies. And one of the things that I hear a lot from designers is about the stakeholders they work with. That in agencies, that's totally different than working in-house. So who's who can tell me more about that? Like, is, is it actually different? I'll start. Um, <laughs> so one of the things about agency work is it's a constantly changing uh, stakeholder. So every project, you give a certain amount of time to learning who that person is, what they want, what the project is going to require. So it's a mental shift that you're doing between projects, kind of thinking about what's the priorities here. Um, In both in-house jobs I've had, you get to know the customer early, and you build upon kind of a foundation that you've learned about the customer. And so it's a little less context switching and a little bit more like building off something that you start. Yeah, when I um, worked within the um, mobile app agency, I was on different projects every, you know, three months, six months. It kind of depend on the project scope and the level of that. Um, so usually the stakeholder there was the client that was paying the money. Um, there are pros and cons to working within that environment. Um, what are those? Oh, well, I mean, the client usually ended up being the last say, and that was usually the CEO of a small startup in in the case of like the projects that I worked on. Um, So it was challenging because, you know, I would, we would come with, I'm saying this very like in a broad term, but we would come with our ideas, you know, as a designer, I would um, come with my thoughts and opinions on how it should go. But at the end of the day, the CEO had so much of a say in, in really what, what they wanted goes so that was probably the the con with that but the pro was I was able to build like a really great portfolio because I worked on a bunch of different projects and so that would be like my recommendation for working for an agency if you're kind of coming around of school or something and you want to have a cool portfolio and work on a bunch of different projects so 
Yeah, I mean, I, I would probably speak more from like the contract like comparison, but uh, or but if you're kind of freelancing, you're working like as your as a designer outside of an organization, it's kind of the mm-hmm. same thing. It's like basically you have a lot less, I guess, like ownership of the project in a lot of ways. Like you're you're more like um, the client is always right. I mean, mm-hmm. you can do your best to sort of push back and make recommendations and act as like a consultant, but ultimately uh, their their call is the is the call. Um, it's up to them to make the decision and it's up to you to inform them to be able to make the decision. So I, I do like that about, you know, in-house, I have a little bit, I just, I have more ownership over my work and the ability to push back and just, you know, make, make the recommendation and then act on it. Maybe a quick piggyback off of that is if you don't know what you want to do, like if you don't have a passion already and know what you really like, agency is a great way to go figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. And even though the client is right all the time, you're constantly trying new things. So before you know what you like, you get to see all these different things and it they end. So you mm-hmm. don't have to worry about being stuck somewhere that you don't like. Yeah, and like every project is different. So there's always... Um, like within in-house, maybe you're working with the same team and you're working on around about like the same process um, and, you know, same stakeholders, that kind of thing, all working towards like the same end goal. But if you're working with an agency, you might have a different team, completely different stakeholders, different scope of the project. Um, in my case, like maybe it was just a design and discovery project. Um, so just like what would what would this um product look like and then maybe it was like full-on development so that's like a completely different experience and and um you know you're working on different things with different people so yeah yeah I don't know that I from from like a contractor standpoint like I don't know that I would actually recommend that anybody start that way like when you're younger it's just um it's it's too hard I think to like grow quickly as if you're looking to like hone your skills and like really get feedback um because because you're sort of making recommendations to a client who ultimately has the little final say um you're not really working with and like learning from a bunch of different designers who have like worked at different places and have the experience to like help you learn to like see your work differently so I I don't know that like if you wanted to grow quickly that that would be a good way to do to start off, honestly. Like, for sure. True. So you guys, <clears throat> it's interesting. You guys brought up a couple of times this notion of ownership. That like when you're in house, you can have lots of ownership, but when you're at an agency, it's kind of like, oh well, what the client says kind of goes. Mm-hmm. And last time in our last podcast, which if you haven't heard, you should listen to. It's awesome. You guys were talking about how scary it can be to put out work that you know in general. But also, like, not knowing how people will respond to it or if you don't feel like it's really there yet. And I'm assuming at agencies there's, like, kind of tight timelines and stuff like that. How do you reconcile that? Like, is it – do you, do you like, hate delivering work when you work at an agency versus, like, in-house you get to iterate and get feedback? Or is there – like, what are the different feelings that you have sort of, like, knowing that there's some nervousness about delivering and the person who ultimately receives it is not necessarily the person who – quote, knows what they're doing or is really the end consumer of it? It's a loaded question. Yeah, I know. Um, I would say just from my internship experience, I was great. I was really young, but um, I got to work on some bigger accounts, like bigger clients. And it's really exciting to like work on something where you like 
people have heard of it <laughs> in some ways. So um, I don't know that like I've sort of grown into the fact that I I think I don't know if any of us would be in house if we didn't care about ownership. So I, maybe it's just a you know the like our focus group is really geared towards like people who care about that because that's why we're here. But um, I do. So I kind of grew into like being that being something I cared about. But initially, it's just like the projects are exciting. And sometimes the, you know, the budgets allow for crazy stuff. Plus, you have a lot more freedom. You're working with like a bunch of people who are creative. And like you, one of the big adjustments for me going like going out of an internship and into a real job that was and then in-house was that. Um, all of a sudden you're not around you're working most of the people you're working with aren't designers they're they're not people who are creative minded you have to learn to like talk about your work differently think about the objective differently um, think about the way you're phrasing things differently you can't always just talk shop with people constantly uh, you have to it it's sort of I, I wouldn't say it's either bad or good it's just sort of more what you care about but um, it was a it was a bit of an adjustment I think coming out of especially college where I was like learning in an environment that was all designers and then kind of like also doing work at a company that at a company that was a lot of people who are creatively minded and it wasn't even a creative advertising issue it was a think tank but still like it's a it's definitely an adjustment yeah I agree with that it's very interesting to go from being employed and only being around creative people who are all ideas and constantly day-to-day is all about creativity and like design and Mm -hmm. for agency type work you kind of start to tail off when it gets more technical or more real almost so like your work gets less and less you become more of just a guider for the rest of the project and when it's in-house it's a bit more like you put it in your backpack and you keep it there so you're working with the people who are implementing it. You're working with the people who are dealing with anything that you did wrong in that process. And you're hearing the feedback. And it's not, mm-hmm. it's not something that you're giving off to someone. And it's always cool in agency if you have a repeat business. That means you did great. But here, in-house in general, it's all repeat business. <laughs> so you, you don't just get to like yeah. give a bad project away. It's, it's there. You keep it, <laughs> for better or worse. Yeah, which is better or worse? Because there's pros and cons, right? Like on the one hand, you can like, <clears throat> it's really fun to just sort of explore and talk shop and be like, oh, it'd be so cool if, you know, whatever. I would work with agencies in the past that um, would always be frustrated because they come up with these great ideas for advertising campaigns with amazing creative and they hand it to the client. And it's like the client wants the same thing they did last year. <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh. <laughs> which like, you, you know, it's hard to iterate because you don't own it at the end of the day. But it's also really fun to be that environment and like think through. What do you guys think? What you just said uh, that sometimes a client wants what they did last year. That happens in house too, though. That's <laughs> like, true. And, like, and you're uh, you're like you. I don't know. You have to sort of uh, you're like okay. Can we just do not the same thing? <laughs> or like or they're like, well, you know, it worked. So you know, so you're. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I honestly it sometimes depends on your mood like some days going into a huge group of creatives when you're just not feeling it is a lot and it's nice to be able to have your group that's working towards a bigger goal per se when you're just not there to do a million different designs or try a hundred different things mm-hmm. um on the flip side, there are the days where sometimes in like an in-house environment, you're looking to push the envelope and <laughs> it's not quite there and you're like 
searching and kind of digging for something more. And when it comes down to it, it's just not the priority that there is at maybe a, an agency or just creative, creatively built environment. Sometimes it's hard to compete against yourself. Do you, I don't know if you ever run into that, Ellie, but it's sometimes you, you're like, oh, I did that thing last year and I'm like super proud of it. And then you have to like, it comes around another year and you're, you're like, well, crap, how do I beat that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. What's well, like <clears throat> uh, knowing that there's difficult stakeholders internally, but then also like I assume not every client you work with is the most uh, copacetic, understanding, and not demanding person. What's like, we got to have some good stories in here. What's some of the most nightmare client experiences you guys have ever had? I'm afraid to say anything because I know like other coworkers. Julie, by the way, just dived up on the microphone. So excited. I think I will have to plead the fifth. Yeah, I don't. Internally and externally, or like whether you're whether you're in, like working with external clients or working with internal clients, projects obviously can get complicated. But everybody's in it for the same goal, no matter what. So I don't know. I I, I feel like you, yeah, things go crazy. But don't want to never yeah. speak ill of a client that's not. Uh, it's your just as much your job as it is theirs when it comes down to it, and your responsibility and their responsibility for when it goes mm-hmm. off the rails. Like either you didn't communicate something or you didn't do like your due diligence in making sure that they understand the parameters or that um, you're not being clear in your recommendations. So like I, I've always, always, always looked at um, client and design relationships, whether in-house or, in- or not as a partnership. And 50% of the outcome is you and 50% of it is your client. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's also like what you make of it. So yeah. say something goes bad or some disagreement or they weren't happy with the product that you gave them. That has happened before where um, I was doing freelance and I was doing web design. I this, I really hadn't done web design before, but I kind of like took this on. It was like from a referral and I was like, yeah, I think I can do this. This is a challenge. And it, it just like wasn't a good fit. But instead of, like, I think being negative about it and maybe, like, we tend to blame, like, the other side rather than, or not blame, but kind of push more towards, like, negative energy towards maybe how they weren't happy with what I gave them or whatever. It was more like, all right, I learned something and now how do I do web design? Like, (laughs) let me take that and see what, you know, how I can go forward from that experience would probably be, yeah, my thought towards that. I think everyone's being very nice. I agree. (laughs) Um, I I can't talk to maybe tech, but I know this is true. Like expectation setting is very hard to do with someone who doesn't do your job. Mm. Um, And, and, architecture that was like, hey, I want marble and all the most expensive things. And then when we give you the price for that, everyone's like, I don't have that money. Like, I need a third of that, if not like less. And you're like, okay, but you did want X, Y, and Z. Like, yes, of course I do. You know, so in tech, I think it's a little bit more like, I want this to happen. And that's a very hard technical thing to get done and they don't get that that's just not something that comes out of the bag uh so i think it's 
setting expectations appropriately. Sometimes you get into a bit where if they don't do something technical or design oriented, they just don't get what is really mm-hmm. truly feasible mm-hmm. and what isn't. Yeah. And that was still yeah. kind of nice, but. Yeah, you guys are like the nicest group of people <laughs> maybe I've ever met, but that's good. So let's go in that direction. How about, yeah, it's great. Uh, what's like, what have been some of the most fun projects that you've worked on, let's say in your agency world? So like everyone here is in-house, everything we do here, not true. Some of it's really, really fun. Some of it's really, really tough. But outside, what's been the most fun project that you got to work on? The, the most fun, like agency project. Yeah, or you want to bring yeah. it in house? Like we bring it in house. Like what just what's been the most fun thing to we talked about setting expectations, delivering something. People are obviously happy mm. with what you guys do. Uh, well, go for it. I wish this was like a in house Clavia project. We do lots of cool projects here. I swear. But <laughs> my my favorite project I've ever done was a public park that was for little kids. And to do like a year and a half work of work and come back and be able to see kids who used to play on a asphalt like square playing in our new park was same kids like a super cool turnaround and nice. like that that was cool. That's really cool. <laughs> beat that. Well, <laughs> I cannot beat that because that involves children's happiness. So. <laughs> I can't. But um, a related note, maybe not necessarily like my favorite project, but um, I worked uh, in marketing doing um, like in Boston, literally right down the street, 1PO Square. um, And uh, the real estate company that I worked at, um, we did a lot of logos for buildings around here. So I see my logos and branding like all the time so that's just kind of fun it just reminds me of I I really enjoyed working there and learned so much about agency working with you know in-house agency and then met some great people that I still keep in touch with and so it kind of just reminds me of when I moved to Boston you know working corporate like in the big city like it it was really fun and to see those logos which now I kind of shake my head out a little bit but you know it's fun so I think in general it brings up a good point uh, with your work, especially for in-house when you are constantly getting the feedback that things need to be changed, do something new, try this, do that. It's good to go out and see it in the real world and see your customers or whoever the consumer is using it and enjoying it because it's a good reminder that it's not always like bad feedback <laughs> there's not constantly things to be fixed it's a good reminder that people are enjoying and using things that you do and yeah both of ours are good examples of seeing your work for good yeah. I've actually used the analogy that because um, I've I've worked with agencies as an in-house person before so like you know a company I was working for had an agency and then it's kind of you're sort of become part of the relationship that the company has with the agency they're using. And it's always really interesting to have to work on a project with an external company as an internal team. Mm-hmm. And I think that that for certain projects like that can be a really successful relationship. Um, but I always like I compare it to Julia Child versus like a French chef. Like the <laughs> result is the same. 
and everybody like it's all the art of French cooking but um, a French chef will like come out and have it like on a platter and then you'll like take the cover off and like slide it in front of them and it's like all the like asparagus is going in the direction and the sauce is like zigzaggy and then um, and like with Julia Child like you watch them make it and the whole process seems so much messier because you're all you're not it's not happening in the kitchen you're in the kitchen with the person while it's happening and it's sort of the same thing right like the people who are in house with you are watching you like flip the omelet and watching it fall and then watching you like put it back in the pan and like eventually gets the plate and you get the asparagus and the zigzaggy sauce but like but the it just when you're watching it happen it seems almost less sometimes less magical and I think that's kind of like what you were getting at which is like all of a sudden you're like well you probably could have flipped it better the first time and you're like well yeah, sure. But like still French cooking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, First of all, now I'm starving. Thank you very much. Yeah. We have to go. We have to like get bring in a French chef for the next <laughs> installment of this. It'll be really good. fun. But it's a good analogy, right? Like <clears throat> good, talented people are going to have great work no matter what their environment is, as long as they're working on something that like they believe in and they think is really cool. <coughs> Happy birthday, Julie. <laughs> Julie got excited about that. <laughs> At any rate, cool. Well, uh, we're coming up on our time because we want to keep it a little bit shorter uh, compared to last time. But I think uh, it's clear to say that like this is obviously a biased group of like high ownership that uh, of people who've done great work in lots of places. And so let's sign off right by giving a quick story or like a quick tip. To people who are considering between agency or working in-house, let's say at a software company, what's the one piece of advice you would give them in deciding where they should go? So I will go back to something I kind of said earlier. If you get out of school or decide to switch jobs or whatever you're doing and you're not sure that you have a distinct passion or know exactly what you want, agency can be a great place to either find that or realize that you don't have one thing and you love working on a lot of different types of things. What I've found a lot is that people who do agency work either love it and stay in it forever or do it and then find something they love and go to that, but they found it via agency. Um, And it's much harder to do like an in-house and then go do that and then not like it, and then try and come back. Like, that's a weird switch. It's much easier to go, like, experiment and try a bunch of things and find something you love. So if you feel passionate about something, like, go do that. Like, go try that, and you can always go switch it afterwards. If you're not sure, agency can be a great place, like a sampling. If you go to dinner and get, like, a bunch of samples before you choose a meal, like, that's a great example of what that can be like. Yeah, and um, I would say... um to add on to that, because I totally agree with what Ali was saying, because I kind of did that before I decided I want to be more focused, have more ownership, all the things that we talked about. Um, I learned a lot about time management and um, working with a lot of different personalities and people, um, because, you know, at the end of the day, I was a designer working towards, you know, or working with a client, making them happy. So, you were, you know, trying to please them and, and you know, producing a product that they would be happy and, and proud at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, I think I just learned how to juggle all of those things and then kind of used 
those skills to, um, you know, work in-house and have more ownership and say with, you know, how we build products. Um, this isn't advice, I guess, but more of an observation is I would say, like, I did sort of the traditional, like, art school to employment kind of path in terms of being a designer. And um, I sort of found that if you are doing that, like, more traditional path, it's the college, at least from, like, an art standpoint, prepares you a lot better for agency life than it does for in-house life. Um, I don't think that they teach designers to in like art school to care. they teach you how to be an artist and how to be a designer. They don't teach you how to understand marketing, how to understand business objectives, how to understand how business functions, how finance works. <laughs> um, the 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 amount of um, just like skills like random skills <laughs> that you need to um, be a designer in house and. Uh, and or to like be in an agency provider, they're really different. And I think it's worth, you know, before you go one way or another to kind of it, take the time, like even if it's on your own, to understand what those differences are. Um, and and if you are leaning towards like more ownership and like wanting to be in an in-house, wanting to be in a company, take the time to learn about how businesses function, like traditional marketing fundamentals, traditional like products, like the way people like build and think about products and the way finance and sales works, just like the the kind of stuff that you might learn on like an MBA, like you, you need those skills, like even in like a small, in like smaller amounts, but you need to understand because your work really greatly impacts the company, like over time, especially you're not working on a ad campaign or a campaign for this, you're working on all the things you are building the brand and how all those things play together. You designer is in-house have this like unique opportunity to sit in the middle of many, many things. Like I work on the branding marketing team, but we work with stuff for like, um, for like the, just around the company. We do swag for employees. We do stuff for that, like communicates things to employees. We work with the, uh, BDRs. We work with, um, we work with products sometimes. <laughs> so uh, having just a better an understanding of like what you're selling, how it works, um, how you're marketing it, how people are selling it, what does your market look like? Those are not skills that you learn as a designer. They're additional. And it's just it's worth knowing that if you're thinking about going in-house that broadening your skill set a little bit beyond like traditional giant design skills will benefit you. So I can't directly compare like these guys can, but I do feel like since working in-house, I feel like building off of what Sam says, working in-house, it's design a lot more intimately. Like you work, you get to see how a business works and how your work really affects that business. And working with business owners is like a powerful thing. I feel like when it's a company versus constantly switching out, you get to constantly like build upon what you learn for one specific company. Love it. Okay. So if you don't know what you want to do, go to an agency, try lots of things. But if you feel like you know what you want to do, make sure you learn how businesses work, get in there, touch everything and make it better. Net, net. Is that right, guys? Yes. Sam's available for consulting at $40 yeah. an hour. Seriously, oh. 40, 4,000. Come on. You can show some props. Are you saying that that sounded over intellectual? <laughs> dropped a nice spot. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Mics dropped everywhere. That was amazing. All right. This is awesome. You guys are the best. Uh, installment two. What, what's our sign off? Um, 
Peace, love, and lorem ipsum. Peace, love, and lorem ipsum. That's right. All right. We'll catch you next time. Bye.